You're listening to the Dibbly Dobbly Podcast. Remember to like, share, comment, subscribe, and click the bell to make sure you get the latest episodes of the podcast. Be sure to like and share our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. Let's have a look at Australia's uh, World Cup squad and talk about their chances of winning this year's World Cup in India. Their captain is Pat Cummins, and they've won many World Cup titles, Australia. They've won five of them. 1987, 1999, 2003, 2007, and the latest one was back in 2015. Um, it's, it's a pretty good squad, the Australian squad that they've assembled for this World Cup. It's a pretty strong squad, full of experience. There's a lot of players who were a part of the winning team and the winning squad that won the World Cup in 2015, the likes of Pat Cummins, uh, Mitchell Marsh, Glenn Maxwell, Steve Smith, Mitchell Stark, David Warner, Josh Hazelwood. All of those players were a part of the winning World Cup squad in 2015. So they've got that experience in the squad Australia. It's a pretty good squad. They've got pretty much all bases nearly covered with the bat and with the ball. Um, and it's a pretty strong squad. It's a, it's a typical Australian World Cup squad, if you ask me. Uh, which we've seen in recent editions of the World Cup. Um, it's been a bit of a difficult lead-in to this World Cup for Australia. They've been on a bit of a losing streak. They lost five games in a row across the series against South Africa and India, which was a little bit concerning. Many Australian fans thought this was going to be the end of the World Cup campaign for Australia and hope that Australia we're probably going to have a bad World Cup, but the tournament hasn't even started yet. Um, and I can't really remember um, going into a World Cup an Australian team losing so badly the way they did. Um, but they broke the losing streak. They won the last ODI against India recently. And I think that will do them the world of good in terms of boosting their confidence and morale. Um and as I mentioned, they've got a pretty good squad that they've assembled. Yes, they've had some concerns with form, but also with injury. Uh, Pat Cummins, Steve Smith, Glenn Maxwell, Mitchell Stark have suffered some injury setbacks. But uh, looking like they'll be fully fit and be raring to go for this tournament. Um, the biggest blow for Australia is Travis Head. Obviously, he broke his hand in South Africa and... And Travis Head, there were some questions about him being a part of the squad. The selectors decided to keep him in the squad. He won't be playing until the back half of the tournament. Uh, but his partnership with David Warner was certainly a good opening partnership. But for Australia, they have to go to plan B, which um, in cricket or anything that you do, you always have to go to your plan B and C and D, etc. Um, if your plan A fails. And certainly for Australia, they had to go with that with Mitchell Marsh, who's been in good touch himself uh, with the bat recently. He'll be opening the batting with Warner. Um, and this squad that Australia have is is pretty good in all departments, and they've got good depth, and they've got some good talent. You have a look at their batting. You've got the likes of Steve Smith, David Warner, seasoned veterans. You've got Glenn Maxwell. We know what he can do. Uh, Marcus Stornis is a little bit hit or miss during his ODI career for Australia. Cameron Green's just emerging as an all-rounder. Uh, Marnus Labuschagne. Marnus Labuschagne. Um, someone who was banished 
from one day cricket in terms of the selectors not really considering him for this World Cup. Uh, but he's grabbed his opportunity very, very well with both hands. Um, he played well in the South African series, scored a century, scored a match-winning 80 not out in game one of that series. Um, Osa played well in the recent series against India. Uh, for him to come back and to be in the World Cup squad, it's a testament to Manus Labuschagne in terms of uh, learning from um, his experience in one-day cricket and getting better, which he's, which he's done. Um, and he's going to be very important in terms of Australia's batting in this World Cup, along with Steve Smith. Both of them are very similar players, and they're going to play a very big role for Australia in this World Cup. Um, so th that's the batting side of things. Pretty, pretty good. The bowling's pretty good as well. You've got the likes of Mitchell Stark, who's been the leading wicket-taker for the last two World Cups. He's dangerous. Adam Zampa's a quality leg spinner. Um, you've got Pat Cummins. We know what to expect from him. Josh Hazelwood's good. Um, so their bowling's pretty good as well, Australia. Um so it's as I as I mentioned before, it's a pretty good squad. It's it's a strong squad. You you would think Australia should feature in the semi-finals, despite their form slump heading into this tournament. Um, for Australia, some of the problems that they had in that bit of a bit of a dip in form when they lost five games in a row, um, they had some problems that they needed to address, and it's going to be important for Australia to to make sure they address those problems and make sure they get on top of those problems in this tournament because they don't want a repeat of what happened in the last five games when they lost um, in the series against South Africa and India. So some of the problems were pretty basic stuff, really, with the bat and ball. Pretty much batting collapses, um, building partnerships, converting starts, the top and middle order needing to contribute more, uh, that's with the batting, with the bowling. Their death bowling was a little bit off in that losing streak. Taking wickets in the first 10 overs of the power play was also a concern as well in that losing streak. Also conceding big totals, and that was the staggering um, statistic from the last five games that Australia lost in the series against South Africa and India, was that they conceded big totals uh, with the ball, um, especially when they conceded 400 runs against South Africa in that game of that series in Centurion. Um, so those are some of the problems with the bat and the ball that they had in this losing streak. And it's something that they need to get on top of in this World Cup. If they can fix those problems with the bat and with the ball, then they should do well in the tournament. They should have success and they should do well. Um, so despite all those problems and issues, um, the squad is a pretty good squad. It's good you know, good quality. Um, all the players have got experience at international level. And you can't really write off Australia in terms of, of them winning this World Cup because, as we know with Australia, they're a very good team in terms of playing in tournaments. We've seen that in the past, especially when they won during the 2003-2007 period when they won those two, uh, two, um, two World Cups back-to-back, -back, I should say. Um where they didn't lose a game. They played well. Uh, they were blessed with a great team, and they just relished playing in a tournament. They just know when to when to play, when to peak at the right time. Um, and that's why they've had success, Australia. So that's why they're a very good team, and we can't write them off.
despite the problems and the issues they've had going into this World Cup, I don't think we should write them off. Um, and we shouldn't. And I think all the teams in this tournament should not uh, write off Australia either. They should should um, be on their guard and, and expect the best from the Australian team in this tournament. Um, obviously, for the Australian team, before we uh, move on um, in this preview, uh, just to finish up about uh, Australia, um, a lot of their players, some of them, it's their last World Cup as well. The likes of David Warner, Steve Smith, um, Mitchell Stark, uh, for these types of, of players who are getting on a bit, it's their last World Cup. So they want to do well and contribute and, and hopefully Australia can go all the way and win. Um, so just to finish up about Australia, before we move on um, in this preview, um, yeah, good squad. Uh, they've got strong batters and strong bowlers. If they can fix up the problems that they've had leading into this World Cup, then I think they'll, they'll have a pretty good tournament. The Dibbly Dobbly podcast has you covered for the ICC Cricket World Cup for 2023. We will be providing previews, reviews of the tournament, plus live streams and watch-alongs of all Australia's ICC Cricket World Cup 2023 matches. Any selected matches throughout the tournament, semi-finals and final. Also, we will be providing match reviews of all Australia's ICC Cricket World Cup 2023 matches, plus semi-finals and final. Make sure you subscribe to the Dibbly Dobbly Podcast YouTube channel so you don't miss out on all of our ICC Cricket World Cup 2023 coverage.